made it to 2022. This Holy is shit, how did that happen? Oh, can you believe it? Like no. the last couple years have been bananas. This year was bananas. And we have made it to 2022. Uh, Business is great. It's going to be amazing this year, everyone. Like, there's a lot of changes happening, but we are ready for them. Yes, we are. We are ready. So we hope you had amazing holidays and an amazing new year. And you are, like, feeling that motivation to get started and kickstart your year in the right way. So today we are going to dive into how we goal set and intention set. Are you ready, Beth? Uh, Yeah, let's do this. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hey, Bus Bench Babes. Thanks for being here. Uh, we are going to have a fun conversation with Christy and I all about goal slash intention setting. I'm so excited. Because she and I do this so differently. Um, and it, you know how it's easy to get motivated and sometimes hard to stay on track? We're going to give you some tips and tricks to really help kickstart your 2022. 2022. This is just bananas. It's bananas. It's bananas. We are pumped and like, already going this year like we are ready yes Uh, and honestly so excited to see what happens with the the business this year we have lots of big plans and super excited to hear from you on what happens with your business so let's dive into goal setting and intention setting yes Woohoo! well so chrissy tell me about like how how you approach this time of the year where you're like getting prepped for a new year or do you start at the end of the year prior? How did you start things in 2021? How do you how do you come at this? Yeah, so my way is a little bit I think different than yours. We talked just a little bit. Like it's a little bit different than how you do it. Um and I think everyone kind of has their own way. So what I focus on is more intention setting. So mine kind of follows me throughout the year and usually around like October, November, I've sort of like as long as I've been in alignment throughout the year, and things have felt good in my business and in my, my personal life, uh, I'm able to kind of make those like decisions on what I want it to feel like in the new year. So I do it much, much sooner than the new year. And the reason is, is because the holidays are kind of, a, they're a fun, emotional time. There's a lot of things to wrap up at the end of the year, and I don't like to feel pressure around it. So I kind of just let it naturally evolve. That's really smart. So then you're not stressing yourself out and you can actually be present during the holidays and really mm-hmm. like soak up what... Yeah the holidays are all about yeah and there's so much pressure my gosh we're so like on this this it's most stressful time of year for a lot of people are already and if you're like thinking you're gonna wake up on new year's day and write your goals like cool if that works for you for me that just doesn't um, work for me or confession just- <laughs> i have done that before <laughs> 
I think mean, I had fallen off the wagon by like the 15th of January. But. Yeah. So I've just found that this way really works for me. So what about you, Beth? I'm a little bit different in that um, I do set actual goals rather than intentions. Um, and I really, tr- I do it the year before, you know, like in the fall. Um, or start it like late fall. I try to get it done before the holidays so I don't have it weighing on me during the holidays. Cause yeah. like you, like I want to be more intentional and more present during the holidays. Um, but I, I feel like I write more like tangible, actual goals and they're usually pertain to like numbers or things that I want to achieve or strive for. I love that. That's really cool. So Let's talk like a little bit more about approach and like how you can approach this different ways. We can share a little bit more. Yeah, how there's no right it. or wrong answer yeah, here. Yeah, just we you just kind of want to give you some ideas on how we do it. So for me, I will, you know, that kind of the process in my head really will start naturally occurring, you know, October, November, and I'll kind of like sit with that for a little bit. And so I don't actually goal set um, my attention set, like I mentioned. So I really think about what I want my life to look like. So what I think about is like what work filled me up the most? What was I most proud of? And then I also think like I'll think about what served my family well. Uh, When did I like myself the most as a human, as a friend, as a wife, as a mom? That's so smart to think about it that way. I love that. Thank you. And I think about what I want my year to look like. And I also think about the things that didn't serve me well, the things that were roadblocks, the things that I kind of like stumbled through or fought through. And were they like a lesson learned? Was it something that, you know, helped me grow most likely? But was it also something where I was just like fighting something and for like the universe was not aligning for me. So that's why it was happening. So I really think about that. And then I'll kind of wait usually a little bit, like sit with that and really allow myself some time and space with it. And then come January usually, so after the new year, I don't, again, don't do this like right at the new year. We enjoy the holidays. My daughter's birthday's right after the new year. So like we're we're kind of really full in on, in on that and with work and everything. So usually come mid-January, I'm ready to kind of set intentions for the new year. And I usually set a word to ground myself for the year too, or a couple words. This year I chose space and it was so incredibly fitting. Um... And then set the intentions. And I believe when I do this, it leaves space for like new things to come in. So really, honestly, it's my way of checking in with myself and like my way of seeing where like my inner self needs like a big hug and kind of going from there. That's it's really like a cool. process for me. Where did the space show up for you in 2021? Like what did what? How did that word present itself in your life? Yeah, so I can't remember exactly. That word didn't come to me, I don't think, until the spring. Okay. Or like late winter. Um, And I was like, what am I craving? What did I want more of? Um, And, you know, you can really get stuck on these, like, these growing, growing, growth, growth, or goals, goals. And for me, like, that just is, it feels like roadblocks to me. Or, you know, you lose steam. Or for me, like, I can't, I don't need to see, like, that end the end exact result that's going to happen, I can see the road that's going to get us there. And like, that's where I feel good. So the space really for me was like knowing that's what I needed to allow for that to happen. And with the team evolving so much and Mm -hmm. 
um, like we brought a nanny in this year and stuff changed with Ryan at work and we worked, you know, on our marriage and we finally started giving space to us as a couple. And like I finally started giving space and time to myself. So there were so many things in our life that just needed that quiet space. And that's really why I went with it. And I love that because yeah. it's not just a business thing. It, it feels like it touched all areas of your life in some form or fashion. It really did. And it was it's a really powerful word for me. And who knows, maybe it'll go into 2022. But it was a word that served me really well. And there were times when I, you know, we got really busy and it was a little bananas for a little bit. And that space like wasn't there at all. Mm-hmm. And I immediately recognized it. And I was like, okay, this is like starting to get out of alignment and stuff. So like really being able to use that to ground myself throughout the year. It's really cool. It feels really organic. Like you weren't forcing things to happen. Yeah. And I have learned through life, like I spent many years of my life doing that forcing um, and really structure goal setting and like I need this to be successful and all that and I'm not saying that doesn't work for some people like it totally does for me it's it's just like if my life is not in alignment um I'm not going to perform well like so in my personal life my professional life like I know that I believe that like some people think this is super woo woo but the reality is is it works like I'm living proof of it so I believe like when you're in alignment in life um, you'll perform the best. And when you're in alignment with like the emotional part of your life, you're not going to burn out. So these things are like super critical for me, um, for my family and allow me to also be super honest with myself. And if I feel it, I feel it like really quickly. So this just like, again, just kind of grounds me and sets me up for the year. Um, it's also really fun to do a recap to like, you know, in the fall, fallish, early winter, do that recap to see like, okay, what felt good, what didn't. And then sit with it for a little bit, have the holidays, and then, you know, January, February, like, okay, now what do I really want this to look like and move on from there? How does that word come to you generally? Like when you're, a new year happens and a new word presents itself? It just does. Like, I'll think about it, you know, like. Space. Yeah, like what I, I ask myself. Oh, no, like, not like that? No. It's, <laughs> space. Space. Um. I will like, it'll just come to me because of like, what am I, what is my, what do I need? What do I really need as a human being right now? And I kind of think about that. I don't think like, what does my work need? What does my daughter need? What does my husband need? What do I need as a whole? And that's really cool. It just kind of comes. Yeah. And it's (laughs) way more organic than what I'm imagining in my overthinking brain. (laughs) Yeah, no, really, honestly. Oh, I thought you were kidding. No. no. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally, it's not. I don't like pull from like a list of words or something. It just like literally. You're like eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah. I'm going to go with space this year. Right. Yeah. That's cool though. I like that that <laughs> comes to you. I have another friend that um, does like an intention word or intention phrase for the year. Love it. And it's really interesting to see how that plays out in her life throughout the year. Yeah, you can kind of tweak it or add to it, you know. And so for me, setting these like really hard parameters around goals um, and like numbers and sort of thing, I believe it it starts it starts creating roadblocks. I think that for me, my brain would get so fixated on that that it actually wouldn't allow doors to open. And it could be so much bigger than what you're thinking or, you know, smaller or different or, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah. 
Okay, I approached this in a completely different manner, and which is cool because I think that we're a good yin to yang with one another. We are. And how we approach a thousand different things in life and business. Um, and it's a good balance. So I do write actual goals. Um, the the example that Tom Ferry always uses, and it's like stuck with me, like it's seared into my brain, is the um, insurance commercial. I want to say it's a Geico commercial. So this guy's cleaning his garage, and in when he's cleaning his garage, he finds a um, one of those like lanterns, like where you can rub it, and genie is oh, gonna yeah, give yeah, you yeah. a wish. Yeah, and so he, he a genie pops out and says, "I will grant whatever wish you want," and he's like, "Oh, really?" And the guy's like, "I want a million bucks and a <laughs> oh, million yeah, deer this, yeah. <laughs> pop up in his front yard." And so Tom Ferry always says, "Like, really, your goals, like, if it's not like an actual." legitimate tangible like measurable goal it's really just a wish at that point Mm. so that has really stuck with me over the years and then I had a life coach um years ago that said to write yourself a letter and write it from the perspective that you're reading the letter at the end of the year so for 2022 I would be reading a letter that I had theoretically written to myself let's say December of 2022. Oh my gosh, I love this idea so much. And I'm writing the letter saying like dear Beth, like I am so proud of you for kicking ass and achieving all of your goals. Like you hired X amount of new agents for the team and you achieved this and like you, you know, moved your body and you felt good and you did this and this and you're writing basically like a love letter to yourself, telling yourself how proud you are that you achieved your goals that year. I love it. Way to put that into the universe yeah. too. And How then do you, you not revisit lose the it at the end of the year. How do you not lose it? Well, like I've just <laughs> written them and saved it in my computer. Oh, super smart. Okay. Yeah. And then you just save it in a special folder and then you go back in December and read it and you're like, holy shit. Are you excited to read yours? I Yeah. Because I haven't, I used to be very vigilant about doing it and I've kind of gotten off track the last couple of years. And so I really feel like I'm going to do that again this year. Uh, it was so fun to go back and revisit it because sometimes like as you grow and change and evolve as a person and as a businesswoman and as a wife, sometimes stuff that you thought was so important putting on your goal list is just completely irrelevant in December. You're like, totally, why did I even give two shits about this? Totally. Um, so, and I'm also really a visual person. So like once my goals are determined, I put them up on my mirror in my bathroom. Um, I laminate them and put them up. So then every single day when I'm getting ready or blow drying my hair, flat ironing my hair, I read my goals and I revisit love, them. I love that board that you have up. It's pretty. Yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. And then I have a framed one behind my door that's more about like women empowerment that has like all the clippings from the magazines. So I was looking at that and I'm like, oh, maybe I should update that. And it feel, still feels super aligned and super relevant. And it's, you know, about like being mindful of your time. I think one of the biggest things I struggle with is time management. So like protecting your time because I'm the only one that's in charge of that. Yeah. You know, if I let someone come and like rob me of my time, then yeah, I have to work when I don't want to be working. Yeah. That type of thing. So I'm keeping that up. And you are so up, generous with still, your time, Beth. That's too. really still feels super, super aligned and super spot on. Love that. 
Um, and then I'm really good about like mid-year, like revisiting things. So like in June, if I'm feeling like, okay, we are just like literally kicking ass here on these goals and these numbers, then we're going to beef up the goal. And if we're not feeling, there's no point in setting myself up for total failure, right? Like that's stupid. That's just going to like crush my spirit. So then we'll dumb the goals down if we need to, which is what we did this year. Do you goal? This last year. Yeah. 2021. This year was a lot. I mean, it just was so much growth and change. Like it was incredible. And I had nothing to compare numbers off of. So we were sort of plucking goals and stuff from the air and we didn't hit our number, but the, where we ended the year at 2021. I'm so proud of it. Yeah. I'm super proud of it. It's been an incredible year. Oh, I'm going to get emotional here. So I have a question. Do you then do a separate, so you're talking like team and like work. Do you do a separate personal goal list? Yeah. So they, they usually get combined. Okay. So I do a really pretty in-depth business planning and strategizing for things that I want to do for the business through my Tom Ferry coaching. Okay. Um, and so, and then I'll compile the agent's numbers into my numbers. So then we have like a full picture of what we want the team numbers to look like. Cause I'm not going to dictate what those numbers should be for an agent on the team. If someone wants to sell 20 houses or if someone wants to sell 40 houses, who am I? Like if somebody only wants to sell 20 houses and I think they have more ability than that, we're going to have some conversations about it, but I'm not going to force you to do that. If you want to have better work-life balance or whatever. Yeah, you're going to throw them totally out of alignment and that's going to just create a mess. Yeah. Yeah. No. So we do talk about those numbers like from a team standpoint. And then I also put all my personal stuff in there because those two are really different and separate. They're different and they're so important that they work together. Yeah. So yeah, I do it totally different than you, but it works. Yeah. And there's so many different ways to approach it. So I need to like feel super good in alignment and it's not that I don't think about things right like or dream big or like oh this would be nice or that kind of thing it's just for me I just as I go the like things generally will just they'll come if I allow them to come if you're in alignment they'll fall into place if I yeah and if I'm working hard and I like all the pieces are in place they they just they come in yeah so yeah that's that's my jam this year again I think. Yeah, it's so like what I feel like is always really hard when you're talking about um, goal and intention setting is like everybody starts strong at the beginning of the year, generally speaking. And then what happens like when you need accountability and when you're ready to like start falling off the wagon two weeks in, you see it at the gym every year. Yeah. You know, the first week in January, you can't get a treadmill to save your (laughs) life. And then you're like, well, if I stick around long enough, all these people are going to start falling off the wagon yeah and they do so i mean but that happens with most people's goals in general if you're not really like on top of them and making intentional and looking at them every single day yeah so i think accountability is the big one there right and then growth versus goals too and then also like what what if you're missing your goal like is there a specific reason like and, you know, that's like looking inward, right? And there's so much of this that you do need to look inward. It's not like this external factor. It's so easy to blame someone else or even Beth, like having a team. You could blame an agent or this agent's not doing this. Well, are are you coaching them correctly? Are you right. showing up at the capacity you're supposed to be? Um, is there accountability with their marketing? Like, do they have the tools they need to be successful on your team? Like, those are all things you should be asking yourself 
if, you know, the things are being missed, like goals are, aren't right. being hit or someone's, you know, not being accountable. So really just accountability and showing up for them and taking a look in the mirror of why did we miss this mark mm-hmm. instead of blame, which I think is super easy to do. So um, it's hard to accept that you didn't have accountability with yourself or yeah. that maybe you played a role in, you know, not having someone reach their goals that they want to reach which is so heavy and hard right yeah but you also have to like give yourself grace that you're growing too so addressing that and like doing the inner work and growing from there well then next you know as you grow it's going to be different and you can change as a as a person you know as on your on a personal level you can you know pivot from there and like marriage you know in your professional relationships as a team lead as coaching mm-hmm. you know as as a member of a team it, it can all be you know, addressed really through accountability and then working together to move from there yeah so, it's not easy work it's it's not <laughs> but it's it's good work it's really good work and it's super fulfilling wouldn't you agree absolutely yeah yeah so when you set, let's chat a little bit about setting like specific goals, right? So like that whole like, I want to make a $100,000 thing, right? Like we hear so many people are That six-figure numbers, it's, people are fixated on it, right? Uh, and I'm not saying, you know, make 600, make a million. Like I, that's, I'm not saying don't make at least that. But like for some reason, when we get started, we, like the six figure has become this thing and there's so much marketing around it makes six figures this year or how I broke a hundred thousand or all this crap and I think that what this is doing is it's creating mind blocks you know mindset blocks around this and like when we miss goals we our heads get messed with right so mm-hmm. like that's for like for me for going back to setting the intentions do i love how my life feels do my does my everyday feel good am i fulfilled in the work that i'm doing and maybe you know maybe that's you and that works for you too and you're like oh my gosh i only made 95 this year i failed no you didn't you're like you know so when you set this like number or maybe you made 200 or 300 if you didn't set this number so i do do agree with you beth that like goal setting is great and like having these these big pieces in place are great but i also think they can create blocks to like not allow things to come in yeah because okay so if you're at you want to make a hundred and you're at 80 in September. Does that mean you're going to, your mind is going to tell you, I just need to make 20 more. That's why I like to adjust my goals. Love that. Yeah. Because if you're getting too close to your goal, then you're going to just start coasting. You're going to take your foot off the gas. And what have you taught me so much about real estate is this time, you know, later in the year through early in the new year people like to take a little break right yeah. things quiet like, down we're in holiday mode yeah which cool like if yeah. that's your plan cool and that's we'll goof great off in q4 and we'll just take it easy in q1 no what about a little more balance yeah or harmony yeah. <laughs> just a little bit more yeah absolutely um how do you set up your days for success because i think that really plays into what your goals yeah. and everything looks like at the end of the year i know this is probably my biggest struggle you're way more diligent i believe yeah so um setting my days up for success are it's it's does not sound as beautiful and <laughs> as as you might think i don't you know get up and um journal i have started meditating a little bit more and doing a little more uh self-care in that regard which is helping uh we went through a really busy crazy season for me that was really hard and i had to really sit with myself in the fall and be like okay space went away 
entirely. Mm-hmm. So like checked in with myself and that sort of thing. So, you know, revisited things and, and allowed some more stuff to come back in that would really serve me and my family and my work better. So, um, you know, meditation will happen sometimes. The reality is, uh, depending on the day, whether or not I have Kaya first thing in the morning. So I'll tell you kind of like how I set up a day for success as in my personal life and as in my business life. So if I am going to, if it's my day with Kaya, Tuesdays are my day with Kaya. My my whole day is with her except for I work a couple hours in the afternoon typically and then sometimes in the evening. But in general, the day I'm spending with her. So I want to make sure come Monday night that everything that needed to happen needs to happen for Tuesday is done. So when I wake up with Kaya, we can literally spend our day and I'm not having to worry about work. So when she naps, usually that would be my day where I would have time for myself over nap. That actually didn't happen um, fall through the end of the year this year just because things went bananas. But in general, that would be that. That's like kind of like my check-in day and like my day. Um, so and this really being present with her. So I would rather be present with her for 20 minutes than, you know, fully present than spend an hour with her and not be and checking emails all day long. Exactly. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that like I succeed at this every single day. And there are definitely seasons. And this this year, particularly, I had a season that was, you know, a little bit more challenging. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stay there. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is like how I would set that day up for success is making sure my distractions are put away as much as possible and honoring myself. So like for me, I need like a day with her without like play dates, without like school stuff. Like I just need that with her to connect and we do better as like a mama and a and a child. So I've also learned that too, to say no to things and that sort of thing to mm-hmm. make sure that space exists there. Now for a day, like if I, it's my gangbuster work days, <laughs> I'm getting up. I am with her first thing in the morning. I'm making sure everything is like organized. And again, I prep the night before because I want to make sure my time blocking is on par. So Biggest thing for me is focus and time blocking. So I will make sure and, you know, as long as it's not a bananas week, there will be a very structured, like structured way that my day will go. And then I'll allow, I'll allow, allow for curveballs. But in general, I'm going to time block out all my duties to make sure that they actually happen. And if they don't, then they right now in the season of her life, they go into the evening or, or after she goes to bed because I'm not going to start something that if I do half of it now, it's going and then I stop, it's going to take me twice as long to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. So for me, time blocking is a huge key to the success of of my days. So that's like really how I set my day up for success is uh, planning the night before or, you know, the days leading up, making sure things are like all my ducks are in a row and then really taking advantage of time blocking and being efficient. And it's it, it's 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 crucial, like the success of it. Of what I'm doing yeah and then yeah. usually I'll like make sure I'm hydrating that's my other key those are really <laughs> those are my two big things of setting my day up for success and um really honestly too like giving myself a little bit of time and space throughout the week so I kind of think of my my um they're not really days it's more like our week is kind of okay. how I set it up so yeah what about you mine is depends on the week <laughs> It's so different from week to week. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if I have a really powerful morning routine, my days usually work themselves out 
really yeah. well. Yes. And I like I'm the first to admit, like I fell off the Peloton wagon. I was like, uh, got some wicked blisters on one of our vacations and oh. came back. And then I'm like, it was just so easy. And I was so good. I was doing like four to five days a week. And it was just so easy to come back and just be like, eh, whatever. So that is really one of my goals for um, 2022 is to really be um, place a larger priority on my health and wellness than I I had. Because I feel like when I work out in the morning, um, so like what a perfect miracle morning would look like for me or like a powerful morning is get up early, um, have quiet, like I'm usually up before Mark, um, feed the kitty, jump on the Peloton before I have a chance to talk myself out of it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, literally like walk down the hall looking like a hot mess, get on, ride, get in the shower and then um, get ready, like fully ready, makeup, hair, dressed in like real clothes um, and then get to my office at a reasonable time. And I really, my office like down the hall, not in a different location. Um, and then I will do um, gratitude journaling. And I like to read a book of some sort. I have a whole bunch of books in my office that I'm always like reading chapters here and there. And then just have some quiet meditation time mm-hmm. before I get into my day. So I feel like if I if I really tackle the morning in a powerful manner like that, um, and hydration is also part of that. So I have like so a huge. one of these gigantic water jugs that has like 7 a.m., 9 a.m., and then the 9 p.m., yay, you did it. And then you drink and drink 64 ounces in the day. Um, I feel like my day has just run so much smoother. Even if there's chaotic stuff happening, I feel like I am in a better mindset to tackle it and be logical and be stay more level-headed than like, oh, shit, my day is out of control, and it's like 10 o'clock at night, and I'm yeah. like still working. You know, so for me, like my mornings, just to touch a little bit more on that is like I've learned I used to be a get up and go like do, do, do. Right. I've always been an early riser. And with Kai, this has been such a this is such a huge shift for me. So I need a slow morning. So like and and I mean early, this child gets up at like five half the time. So I mean like early. So I need slow um, and that is like night and day from how I used to be. So slow, intentional time, which would be like my quiet, really, yep. even though it's not quiet, but that calm space. I need to move my body, whether we go out for a little jog quick, whether we go walk up to the coffee shop, whether we just, you know, go for a walk, that kind of thing. I need to move my body. Uh, getting outside is really good for me, too. So that looks, you know, a little bit different. I mean, a lot different than it used to. But that's a huge part of my morning as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And coffee. Not gonna lie, coffee. Yeah, I'm a decaf, but I don't get me wrong. I still like to have a nice cup of coffee or a hot oh, tea in the morning. So nice, it's so especially nice. like when it's cozy and like winter this time of year in January. Yeah, and so Beth, we're both generators. Going back to human design, so if we don't fill ourselves up, we are not going to be as efficient in the day. So whatever that looks like for you, like in the morning, it like it makes sense. If you don't actually fill your cup up, you're not going to yeah. give the same. So that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, well, why that. You know, when I have those powerful morning routines, mm-hmm. how my days are so much more, it, they feel like in control. Like that's the best way to yes, describe it. A hundred percent. Versus like the calm. day running me, like I'm running the yes. day. That is like such a great way of putting it because that's how I feel. Like I will feel like Ray and I'll be more like 
edgy with Kai and like I, I like not like just friction I feel friction right mm-hmm. and if I just I that's again that's how I learn like let your mornings be easy yeah and my coach always says to me like it gets to be easy right like this is her thing like it gets to be easy that's the universe showing up like you're in alignment like allow it to be and so really releasing that and like what feels easy and then I am in a calm state my gosh if I go down and I or I sit down and tackle work at that point I'm going like probably five, six times more efficiently working than I would be if I had just a chaotic thing and I was just like threw myself into it. Yeah. So it's really interesting how that works um, in, the, in that way as a, as a generator especially. Yeah, it's, it's powerful how you can actually be in control of your life and your situation. And it's amazing to me when people are so operate their lives in a space where they're so out of control mm-hmm. and I look at them going you know you're, you're you know you're an adult and you're in charge of this yourself right yeah like what why don't you and it's it's obviously it's easier said than done but sometimes you just want to like shake and be like get your shit together <laughs> get your shit like together. you can do this don't let you don't let outside influences and out things that are so outside of your control like F up your whole day. Yeah, like stop letting life take control of you, take control of your life, right? Yeah. Like that is such a huge thing here. So, but yeah, it is easier said than done. Yeah. That is for sure. So let's chat goals for this year. And like, let's do three actionable items on how to kind of get in the right space to do this, to actually write your goals down or write your intentions down and really think them through. So, you know, three months in, you're not like, what the hell was I thinking? Like in your, you know, screaming at yourself because you missed all of them um yeah all right i'll take number one okay i would say like meditate go for a walk like get out of your head because your head is can be your a subconscious really scary mind. place to be Ugh. right um write down your perfect day and then write until you just literally can't write anymore Ooh, like, this is such a powerful exercise so i revisit this several times a year um ryan's done it beth have you done it you've done it right too. Yes, yes yeah so this is so powerful because when you just allow yourself to keep writing and like don't let the shoulds come in i should stop now or whatever you just like keep going it's incredible what shows up yeah your perfect day and i don't just we don't we don't just mean work your work day what you want it to look like like what do you actually like what does your perfect day look like work doesn't even have to be in that day it can just be your perfect day and then what's the next part of it well so then like the like the little you know 1a the caveat to it would be like when in your previous year did you feel like your best self and that could be in business with your family your personal life and then when did you not feel in alignment? Because like you oh, talk about this a yes, lot where yes. you're like, I'm not feeling in alignment. And it's like, it's good that you're really able to recognize that in yourself. So like this, I feel like can be even more powerful sometimes than actually like recognizing what makes you in alignment or like what feels really good. Because sometimes you're like, I'm just not sure. But okay, well, what doesn't feel good, right? Yeah, people and can usually determine what doesn't yeah, feel good Yeah, because our body is like, are conditioned to like sometimes the good we just we don't really fully embody or like see that way so sometimes recognizing what's not working or like what didn't feel good when did you not feel like your best self is easier yeah yeah so second way is um what are different areas in my life that i want to see growth both professionally and personally so not just like i want to make you know 
multiple six figures this year. I want to, I want to, you know, lose 50 pounds or, you know, that sort of thing. Like different areas of my life where I want to see growth. So like, what do I, where am I at right now? And where do I want to see that growth personally and professionally Mm -hmm. is, is huge. It could be something as simple as like, I really would love to, you know, read 10 books or like a book a month, maybe a book for pleasure Mm -hmm. or a book for business. I set a goal a handful of years ago that I was, I would, I was trying to like get myself to get more engaged in reading business books. So I'm like, I'll read a business book, then a pleasure book. And then what I was finding was, is that the business books were like boring me to death and so I wouldn't read any of them, but then I never got to read. No, I think I think how it was is that I was just only going to read business books for a year. And then I never really finished any of them because I would get so like disenchanted with them. And what I was really figured out at the end of that year is like I was almost punishing myself and not giving myself permission to do pleasure reading, We're which so is what punishing I really love to do. And so then the next year I did one for one, like I would do one business, one pleasure, and I would just go back and forth. And then I ended up reading way more books of all genres because I gave myself like a reward instead of punishing myself and saying, (laughs) sorry, Beth, this year you're only going to be like learning based. And then there was like no time for something that I actually enjoyed was to like, I like I would take all these business books on vacation and I wouldn't take like a good smutty beach book to read which was so stupid i was like i was totally being a masochist to myself i'm like why am i doing this this is terrible i'm stealing joy right now from myself for no reason yeah nobody's doing this to me like i'm Uh, doing this to myself i'm punishing myself i also something to mention here too is let me talk about both personally and professionally is look like we're all doing inner work or we all we all need to be it's like a constant work in progress right so like if it's something inner, like that you want to see growth in, like that can, that's important. Like write that down. Yeah. Like things can feel good. Things can feel easier. Things can have flow. Like, so that's something too, where like really checking in with yourself, not just like business and not just like what you would deem as like personal life. Like you're actually insides, like your inner work too. That's huge. Yeah. Well, number three, write down your goals or intentions for the year. And this is personal, professional and inner work. And then have an accountability check-in with yourself. So or good. if you need someone else, find an external accountability partner too. That's so that's okay to do too. That's so great too. And like having that open um like community of people or like that one friend or maybe it's your sister or maybe it's you know uh, someone on the team that you're on that you can just openly share your goals and check in with each other. Like Beth, you had mentioned you check in at six months, like Uh, with your goals to kind of see where they're Mm -hmm. at with the team and like with you personally it could be every month it could be you know just quarterly different yeah Yeah, there's no rules to this you just got to figure out a system that works for you that's going to help you best get to your goals slash intentions and make you feel like you had a super successful year at the end of the year so like you know we're not saying there's any right or wrong way to do it you just have to figure out like what What's going to motivate you the best and keep you inspired throughout the year to actually achieve what you want to achieve? Yeah, and write it down. And create the life that you want. That's what this is really all about. Isn't achieving goals all about creating... Life by design. Yes. Yes, 100%. And this is what we talk about all the time on this podcast. So yeah, we hope that you 
take those actionable items and get to work if you haven't already. And we would honestly love to see your list. So head on over to Bus Bunch Babes on Instagram or Facebook and tag us, take a take a quick shot of those and tag us in them so we can see where your goals and intentions are at for the year. Be super fun to share that with the community and see what everyone's yeah, up to. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. We would love that. Yeah. That would and be so any way fun. that we can support you in achieving your goals. That would yes. be that would make us feel really good. Absolutely. Too. We'd love to hear from you. Hit us up in our DMs and we will start the conversation. Yay. Thanks so much for being here. This was like fun for listening. And it was. And what a great way to kick off the new year. 2022. Right? This is gonna be incredible. I'm just like so dang excited for this year. Yeah, we need like a f- it, it was a good time in like the world to like hit refresh on a new year and flip the fucking calendar page and like just get okay like what do they say like you have 12 new chapters start writing a new book yes let's do it yeah yeah so until next time friends keep your face off a bus bench and keep being a badass boss babe that you are okay girls are you feeling as inspired as we are We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.